and madness. I felt it for the first time as we were marching along the road, marching incessantly for ten hours without stopping, never diminishing our step, never waiting to pick up those that had fallen, but leaving them to the enemy that was moving behind us in a compact mass only three or four hours later effacing the marks of our feet by their own. It was very sultry. I do not know how many degrees there were, 120, 140 or more. I only know that the heat was incessant, hopelessly even, and profound. The sun was so enormous, so fiery and terrible, that it seemed as if the earth had drawn nearer to it and would soon be burnt up altogether in its merciless rays. Our eyes had ceased to look. The small, shrunk pupil as small as a poppy seed sought in vain for darkness under the closed eyelid. The sun pierced the thin covering and penetrated into the tortured brain in a blood-red glow. But nevertheless, it was better so with closed eyelids, and for a long time, perhaps for several hours, I walked along with my eyes shut, hearing the multitude moving around me, the heavy, uneven tread of many feet, men's and horses, the grinding of iron wheels crushing the small stones, somebody's deep, strained breathing, and the dry smacking of parched lips but I heard no word. All were silent, as if an army of dumb people was moving, and when anyone fell down, he fell in silence. Others stumbled against his body, fell down, and rose mutely, and without turning their heads, marched on, as though these dumb men were also blind and deaf. I stumbled and fell several times, and then involuntarily opened my eyes, and all that I saw seemed a wild fiction, the terrible raving of a mad world. The air vibrated at a white-hot temperature. The stones seemed to be trembling silently, ready to flow, and in the distance, at a curve of the road, the files of men, guns, and horses seemed detached from the earth and trembled like a mass of jelly in their onward progress and it seemed to me that they were not living people that I saw before me, but an army of incorporate shadows. The enormous, near, terrible sun lit up thousands of tiny blinding suns on every gun barrel and metal plate, and these suns, as fiery white and sharp as the white-hot points of the bayonets, crept into your eyes from every side. And the consuming, Burning heat penetrated into your body, into your very bones and brain, and at times it seemed to me that it was not a head that swayed upon my shoulders, but a strange and extraordinary globe, heavy and light, belonging to somebody else, and horrible. And then, then I suddenly remembered my home, a corner of my room, a scrap of light blue wallpaper and a dusty, untouched water bottle on my table. On my table, which has one leg shorter than the others, and had a small piece of paper folded under it. 
while in the next room, and I cannot see them, are my wife and little son. If I had had the power to cry out, I would have done so. So wonderful was this simple and peaceful picture, the scrap of light blue wallpaper and dusty, untouched water bottle. I know that I stood still and lifted up my arms, but somebody gave me a push from behind, and I quickly moved on, thrusting the crowd aside and hastening whither I knew not.